Imagine you are taken far, far away from your home and your family, and then pressured to do things you know your parents wouldn't allow. Even more, things that would be in disobedience to God. Well, today we're going to learn about four boys who were in that very situation. And for them, obedience meant their very lives were on the line. I'm so glad you're joining me today on Audacious Arrows, where we are becoming recklessly bold men and women of faith through the power of God's Word. We're going to be in the book of Daniel today. I like to read from the ESV, or English Standard Version Bible. Daniel is about two-thirds of the way through your Bible after Ezekiel. We'll be in the very beginning of Daniel, in chapter 1, verse 1. Go ahead and pause if you need to take some time to find it, or go get some help from your mom and dad. Okay, now that you're in Daniel, let's start with a bit of context. This story starts in 605 BC. That's 605 years before Christ was born. It's now a long time after King David. God's people had repeatedly disobeyed, and so God allowed them to be besieged and captured by the Babylonians. The Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar, took some of the best youths to serve in his palace and to be educated. These youths were supposed to assimilate or become Babylonian by learning their language, customs, literature, and even taking on Babylonian names. After three years, they were to show themselves and their progress to the king. Talk about pressure. One person we'll encounter as we're reading is the chief of the eunuchs. A eunuch was a man who was no longer able to be tempted by a woman, so he could be trusted to look after the queen and the princesses and other valuables of the king. In this story, the chief eunuch is also looking after Daniel and his friends. All right, let's jump in. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the vessels of the house of God. And he brought them to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and placed the vessels in the treasury of his God. Then the king commanded Ashpenaz, his chief eunuch, to bring some of the people of Israel, both of the royal family and of the nobility, youths without blemish, of good appearance and skillful in all wisdom, endowed with knowledge, understanding, learning, and competent to stand in the king's palace, and to teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. The king assigned them a daily portion of the food that the king ate and of the wine that he drank. They were to be educated for three years, and at the end of that time, they were to stand before the king. Among these were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah of the tribe of Judah. And the chief of the eunuchs gave them names. Daniel he called Belshazzar, Hananiah he called Shadrach, Mishael he called Meshach, and Azariah he called Abednego. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. And God gave Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who assigned your food and your drink. For why should he see that you were in worse condition than the youths who are of your own age? So you would endanger my head with the king. Then Daniel said to the steward, 
whom the chief of the eunuchs had assigned over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days it was seen that they were better in appearance and fatter in flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away their food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for these four youths, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. At the end of the time when the king had commanded that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king spoke with them, and among all of them none was found, like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they stood before the king. And in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters that were in all his kingdom. And Daniel was there until the first year of King Cyrus. All right, we'll stop there for today. You can stick a bookmark or even a post-it note in Daniel chapter 2. We'll pick up there tomorrow. Was the point of this story that you should eat your vegetables? Not really, though that's a good idea. We don't know exactly what it was about the king's food that would have defiled Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, but we do know that they felt sure that they should not eat it, that they should obey God. And they did, even though they were far away from home and they were in kind of a scary situation. Well, as we'll move on, we'll learn what kind of a king Nebuchadnezzar was, and he wasn't always very nice. They didn't want to make a mistake here. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah obeyed God. And what happened? What do we learn about God in this passage? In verse 9, it says that God gave Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. Skip over to verse 17. It says, For these four youths, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. And then in verse 20, we learn that in every matter of wisdom and understanding, King Nebuchadnezzar found these boys ten times better than all of his magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. Did God forget about these kids even though they were far from home? He certainly didn't. And he saw their obedience and responded. Next time you're in a situation where you're called to obey God, even though your parents aren't watching, even though nobody might ever see what you're doing. Remember this story and remember what kind of God sees you and can reward obedience. Our memory verse for this week has to do with the source of wisdom and knowledge. So many of you are students, and it's important to remember that your learning is something that comes from the Lord. So in Daniel chapter 2, verse 20, it says, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. To whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. God is in charge of wisdom. He is in charge of times and seasons and kings. He is the one who gives wisdom and knowledge. It's so great to read the Bible together. 
Make sure you and your parents follow me and are getting notifications so you don't miss a single Audacious Arrows episode. We'll see you next time in Daniel chapter 2.